You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, as many of us has have made and maybe even broken resolutions already, we're taking a different twist on that today with seven promises men can make in the new year. Dennis Damaris of the Gathering of Men, Palm Beach County, is joining us in studio with some great reflections on that. And Dennis, we say good morning once again. We appreciate you being here in 2023. Good morning. Thank you. It's great to be here. Love this station. This is the number one radio show in on radio in the morning. Right? Oh, we appreciate that. We'll but we do that. have to get to this. I mean, most <laughs> I've already gotten past ish people take like three points and a joke. And we've got seven here. I don't know how seven. we're going to do this. So first off, a promise or a resolution. We need to clarify that a little, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, today, um, I, I think. Uh, w- one of the most faithful uh, things we can do is consider where we are, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, especially those of us that know God, we occasionally need to pause and I think think about the direction of our lives. And so it's easy to bump up along this busy time of year and just blow past reflecting. And that that's why it's great to have uh, a moment where we begin the year and really have time where we think about possibly including seven promises that a man can consider that will benefit him and his family. Um, and to answer your question, yes, indeed, I think it's great to to look back. Uh, and I think the Bible, uh, one of the great quotes from Haggai 1.5 uh, that, that, again, uh, ask us to consider our ways. Uh, the Lord rebuked Rebuke the prophet Haggai, and, and and he said, "Consider your ways." And I think it's great to uh, to consider that and do that. I think it's biblical as well, and it's only helpful. Okay, but what do we mean by the difference? Because resolution we get, but you're calling it promises. What's the difference there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, resolutions, um, I, I think it's important when you talk about having those, making promises, you consider the words that you have. Resolutions and promises, there's a difference. A promise, a promise really, uh, it can often be viewed in a negative way. A lot of people don't want to make promises. In fact, they think of it as a pro-miss, a lot of people. I, I'm going to miss that. There's no way I can keep a promise to, mm-hmm. to, do this, to do this, this, and this. And so a lot of people avoid that, and they won't make New Year's uh, or any other type of promises because they're afraid of failure, of failure and the pattern. And then, and then a resolution is, is, is quite different, actually. Um, but, you know, it, it draws you to the point where you have to consider, do you have the resolve to follow through with the promises that you've made. Hmm. And a lot of people are reluctant or they're reluctant to be resolute to make resolutions. And I think as we talk about making seven promises that a man can make uh, to really positively change his family and himself, uh, it's important to think about a resolution and a promise. And do I have the resolve to follow through on the promises that I make? All right. So we've got seven. We also have seven minutes. I don't know, Bridget, how this works. (laughs) But your first one is... I promise to prayerfully consider my faith. Well, you know what's great about all these promises? They start with that same thing. I promise to prayerfully consider. And, of course, you know, the difference between a promise keeper and a promise reaper, remember? Um, a promise keeper says, I want to make these promises. I, 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 want, I want to keep them with all my heart. But then a promise reaper really reaps what he sows. Mm. So if you sow, um, really the first promise is, is I, I, I want to prayerfully consider all of these things. And I think that— that will help benefit if you bring it before God and then you bring it before your mind, use all of your talents and your treasures to consider prayerfully what you're going to do. And so the first one indeed is I want to promise, uh, I want to promise Jesus. 
I want a promise about my relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the first promise. Uh, do you consider it? Are you considering it? Uh, will Will you consider? Because these promises are for every man, and let it, and I don't think it's uh, it, it's it's right to to neglect that some of the men that even might be listening to this or women that have men in their lives uh, don't have Christ as their Savior. So we need to consider, and even if you do have Christ, you need to consider Christ and making promises to him. Uh, And so I think that's important. Men need him. uh, They need to settle their eternal, and they'll eventually realize one way or the other that they need God supernatural to help them uh, during their seasons of life. And so that's number one. All right, let's skip two and go to three. Oh, well, no, yeah. <laughs> no, we're hitting two, brother. We're okay, because two, two is, is my fitness. Briefly consider my fitness. But you're not just talking physical here, are you? No, I'm I, I'm talking about your spiritual, mental, and physical perspective. You know, you need to take care of the temple that God's given you. You know, the Holy Spirit, of course, comes into our life when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. And so it's a temple. So we need to consider our temple. Also, you need to consider if you're able to perform um, and you want to perform better, uh, you Taking care of yourself physically can increase your ability to meaningfully contribute to others. And we also want to learn to excel in our weaknesses and strengths. And that's why fitness is very important to making that promise uh, to practically and prayerfully consider your relationship with God through Jesus Christ and your fitness. Okay, number three is to prayerfully consider my love life. Yes, your love life, your Mm -hmm. love life. You know, number one, who is the lover of your heart? How do you treat them? Uh, What are your goals for them? And then who's the lover of your soul? Of course, the Bible tells us that that is us. Song of Solomon makes it clear. That's uh, um, uh, one of the things the bride of Christ, the church, is is loved by God. So it's important that you take care of uh, of the bride of Christ, uh, also the bride of your life, and really the lover of your soul. Consider that. And then also you want to consider how you're loving others in a way. Uh, Is is it in a way that allows uh, me to get over my hurts? My bitterness, my unforgiveness, disunity, prejudices that I might carry. And then does my love life resemble more of a lust life? And what I mean by that is it is really helpful if you consider uh, if, if your love life is out of balance uh, and you want to get that right, of course, because um, it will help you b- benefit. And that's a great promise to consider practically and prayerfully your relationship with God, your fitness, and your love life. All right. It's an appropriate time to mention the Five Love Languages Marriage Conference. Dr. Mm-hmm. Gary Chapman yes. comes to town. Text the word love. We'll send you information. 561-737-6035. we got four more to go here. My family is the next one to, I promise to practically and prayerfully consider. Yes, my family. Uh, what will they see? Uh, what will they do? Uh, making the child rearing and beyond seasons meaningful. Hmm. And then uh, practicing integrity as you prepare yourself to be a family man or uh, or to represent the family of God to others. You know, s- single people also represent the family. They represent their family. Uh, but also, also they represent the family of God. So, so making a promise as a single person uh, or as a single guy is just as important as a married guy because you have a family. You know, you you have a reputation to be old, and even if you don't have uh, an extended family, think about the family of God that you represent and what. And, and and so, make a promise to practically and prayerfully consider that. And also, as you as you make changes and prepare your family, uh, how are you affecting them? And so, it's a great great thing to consider to practice 
practically and prayerfully consider your relationship with God, your fitness, your love life, and your family. Next, you go to my legacy. What do we need to consider about that here? Nice. Your re- your, your legacy. I wake mm-hmm. up in the mornings, and I and I've always tell my kids a little slogan, um, and, or I'll pray for them uh, before they leave the house. It's kind of dumb, but um, I say uh, I say this little slogan. Um, you know. Bring, bring fame to God's name and a good reputation to our family, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's part of our legacy that we have. Mm-hmm. So, so, so prayerfully and, and uh, practically consider your legacy. What's your reputation? Are you bringing fame to God's name and a good reputation to your family name, too? What will be on your gravestone? Uh, what will what will the dash between your date of birth and death mean to God, family, friends, colleagues, coworkers, and neighbors? Mm-hmm. And also those who know you, you know uh, that, that that's a concept that Patrick Morley, uh, author, uh, Man in the Mirror, as well as several other books, um, is, writes down, and, and he prolificates. Uh, you t- just take a dash when you were born. Uh, you take a date when you're born. You take it. Uh, you write it down when you end. What is the dash in between going to mean to people? And so your legacy is important. And you need to prayerfully and practically consider your legacy, uh, your family, your love life, your fitness, and your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. All right, we're flying through these. If you want the list, we've got it at our website. There's a PDF available for you there at ericandbridget.org. The next one is number six, my future. These last three kind of really look in front of us. The next one is my future. Absolutely, yeah. The, a man, one of the promises he can make is to practically and prayerfully consider his future. You know, what is guaranteed to happen in the next five years to ten years? I ask this in every boot camp for new dads we do in seven hospitals around the county through, through the gathering of men. I ask these guys, and so real simple, young guys, it's easy, right? Five years down the road, uh, when you have a baby, your kid's going to be in Pre-K, and then and when they're ten, they're going to be they're, they're going to already have their middle school. They're, they're going to be preparing for their middle school graduation and things like the elementary education. So you can practically think what is coming down the road. And as a man, uh, you need to think about those things. What is guaranteed to happen in the next five to ten years? You can make some promises to address those things. Also, are you preparing for the ine- the inevitable? You know, I have older parents. I know they're going to pass away. So am I going to not take care of a will? Am I going to not take care? of the responsibilities. No, I'm going to start thinking ahead. I can make a promise to do that. My future also is in heaven. I know that guaranteed. So what am I doing with the time I have on this side of heaven? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm saved, but you know, uh, the rest doesn't matter. No, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing during this time? What's the future? And then, and then that makes you, of course, consider, am I positively contributing to God's great commission and the future certainty of his return and judgment? You know, I think about my future. Am I contributing to the great commission? But also I have people I love, I do business with and life with, and I think about their salvation because God's coming back. And that's part of my life. So so I got a buddy that I'm going to uh, continue to to root against in the NFL playoffs. <laughs> and I've been doing it for season after season after season. season. He hasn't accepted Christ as a Savior yet, but he's going to hear about Jesus sometime during mm. the next season yeah. and during this playoff season because I'm doing life with them. You see, this mm. is, I'm thinking about my future and his future. And so I'm go- as a man, I'm going to promise to practically and perfectly consider my future, my legacy, my family, my love life, my fitness, and my relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Okay, we've got one more, but what do you think we tease it and we say, if you want that last one, go to our website? What do you think about that? Because we've got a PDF for you. You can actually view all seven of these promises. You can download it. You can listen to this conversation again. Head to ericandbridget.org.